Thank you for downloading the Walking On Air podcast. Before I begin, I would like to thank the three fantastic sponsors of this podcast. Where are you going on holiday this year? Will you be exploring the mysterious moorlands of Dartmoor or the lovely lakes of the Lake District? Perhaps you would like an adventure in Andalusia or an autumnal wine walk in Sicily or Spain. Do you want to return to the roots of Nordic walking and have a go at cross-country skiing in Norway? Or are you looking for a challenge walk somewhere further afield in Africa, India or Canada? You can find holidays to all these incredible destinations and many more at walkingwomen.com. Local women guides provide in-depth knowledge of each area and will encourage you to walk a little longer and walk a little higher. Use the discount code WOA23 to get a £50 discount off your next walking holiday. Walking women take care of the organisation so you can take care of yourself. The next sponsor is the go-to supplier of brilliant Nordic walking poles. Nordicwalk.store is the leading independent online retailer of quality Nordic walking poles in the UK. Always warm and friendly, I can vouch for the fact that you will get excellent customer service in their capable hands. Nordicwalk.store will deliver Lecky and XL poles the next day anywhere in the UK and if you need advice about which pole is right for you, then contact Paula, who is always happy to help answer your questions. And finally, have you ever considered turning an activity you love into your actual job? If you enjoy being outdoors, meeting new people and staying fit, why not train to become an instructor yourself? British Nordic Walking offers internationally recognised high-quality instructor courses and provides amazing ongoing support for its instructor network. If this sounds tempting, then you can book an instructor training course with a £25 discount if you visit www.britishnordicwalking.org.uk, click on the Train With Us tab and book using the discount code WALKING23. I trained with British Nordic Walking back in 2014 and it provided me with all the information I needed to start teaching and gave me the confidence to set up as an instructor on my own. As a British Nordic Walking instructor, you too will benefit from ongoing support from the community and CPD opportunities to enhance your own knowledge. Further details, discount codes and links to the sponsors' websites can be found in the show notes. Hello, I'm Mary Tweed, an instructor with British Nordic Walking, and I'd like to give you a big welcome to Walking On Air, the podcast for the Nordic Walking community. Here we talk to experts and learn about the benefits of walking in general and Nordic walking in particular, as well as other great tips for well-being and improved health. Today I'm talking to Karen Ingram, who in 2005 co-founded Barefoot Studio in the Vale of Glamorgan, helping people to enjoy an active lifestyle. Not only is Karen a senior master instructor for Peak Pilates, but she has also written a book called Thrive, Don't Just Survive, encouraging people to turn their passions and talents into viable businesses. And for 15 years, she has been an Inwork National Nordic Walking Trainer, meaning that she transforms keen enthusiasts into instructors themselves. Never one to sit still, 
She has used the time during the pandemic to develop the Back Hero programme, aiming to move people away from back pain and into a pain-free life, which we will learn more about now from Karen. This is such an important topic to discuss. Back pain is one of the biggest causes of work absences, accounting for more than 12 million days lost every year in the UK workplace. Welcome, Karen, to the Walking On Air podcast. It's lovely to have you joining us today. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I wanted to start off by asking you about your sporting background, because you have a very interesting history as to how you discovered uh, Nordic walking. But let's start right back at the beginning. Wow, right at the very, very beginning. <laughs> so it's great. I love being described as having a sporting background. Um, yeah, I mean, I grew up uh, in Plymouth and always an outdoorsy person. So I sailed and my family were big walkers. And although if you ask my mum and dad, they laughed because whenever we walked anywhere, I was always going, are we nearly there yet? You know, typical teenager hated it. So um, yeah, and I was all sporty all through university. I was in the sailing team. All, all that kind of stuff. But then I got struck down with a really bad back and that kind of brought me to a bit of a grinding halt for a while. So, and what age yeah. were you when that happened? Well, I had back surgery when I was 22. That's incredibly young. Yeah. I, I wish I could talk to my 22-year-old self now and tell them what I know now, because I think I probably would have been able to avoid surgery. But yeah, I was really, really young. But I was in a lot, lot of pain. And so how did you uh, find your way out of that pain? Yeah, so, I mean, I had surgery at 22, but then it didn't, it, well, it worked for a short uh, space of time. But really what I recognise now is that it kind of addressed the symptoms of my back pain, but didn't really address the root cause of what, you know, why I had that back pain in the first place. So, you know, fast forward to kind of like my late 20s, early 30s, I started to look at my back pain was back tenfold and I was looking at anything. I was so desperate. Um, I even once had psychic surgery. <laughs> but that's a whole other story. It's the thing. I gave, I tried giving up cheese. I thought, that, I don't know. If, if, if someone had said, eat a slug every day um, and it will go, I would have done it. I mean, I was so desperate. But and, anyway, I read, I read an article actually about Pilates and um, how fabulous it was for your back. So I thought, oh, I've got to try this. So I went to a massive class in a huge gym and uh, actually walked out in agony because the instructor, knowing what I know now as well, it wasn't Pilates. It was kind of more like legs, bums and tums. I I don't know what it was, but we were doing all these crunchies and, oh, it was terrible. So, but fortunately it didn't put me off. I did a bit more research, found an amazing class and that gradually started to get my confidence back with moving and gradually starting to move. And that really was the beginning. And then kind of, yeah, I think in many ways, like then discovering things like Nordic walking, that was the icing on the cake in some ways, because although I'd started to build my internal strength, I think it wasn't really till I discovered Nordic walking that I rediscovered my joy and the pleasure of moving and being outside and just going, oh, yeah, this is what life's about again. And at the time, were you working in exercise or not? No, no, not absolutely not at all. I did my degree in social policy and I used to work in um, initially in homeless housing and housing, government policy, that sort of thing. Absolutely different. Interestingly, though, absolutely. Well, I was just going to say that was the thing. It was 
desk bound. And part of my shift away from that was recognizing that that was killing me, actually. So in everything I know now, I love this expression, motion is lotion. And the worst thing a human being can do is to be still all day. Yes. If you've even got the whiff of a back problem or a little bit of underlying issues, then the more stationary you are, the, the worse it is. I hadn't heard that expression before, but I really like it. Motion is lotion. Yeah, I've heard of nutritious movement, of thinking of movement in the same way as we think of getting our five a day. We should be putting as much variety of movement into our everyday life, whether it's squatting, standing, running, jumping, that sort of thing. Variety is um, everything. And it it is a natural movement. And I think that's why I love things like Nordic walking as much as I do, as opposed to kind of, say, for example, walking on a treadmill or, you know, or being in a gym, a lot of kind of formal fitness exercises are very linear. So you're kind of moving all your joints just in some ways forwards and backwards. And um, or if you're on a treadmill, it's very, very predictable. Yeah, you might change the gradient, but there's no variety in the surface you're walking on. And being outside in nature, it's so unpredictable. You know, one minute, one foot could literally be 20 minute, 20 centimeters lower than another foot. If you're Nordic walking, a pole plant can be up there and your other pole can be down somewhere else and it's really varied and what that does to the brain is incredible it's like sets off fireworks in your brain it's like oh we have to process all that and it's just challenging your muscles differently all the time so variety is is really really key I'd be interested to know how you actually first discovered Nordic walking oh yeah so kind of I guess from my back journey myself um together with my partner we eventually set up barefoot studio and the whole concept of barefoot studio was to put everything under one roof that ever helped me with my back because I'd wasted years and years and years searching around trying psychic surgery and giving up cheese and everything and probably spent thousands of pounds on I mean if there was a gadget I bought it do you remember those things that used to be able to put around your waist and they gave you an electric shock yeah. and you'd be going, because oh, oh. I thought, oh, that will build my core stability, you know, but I mean, I mean, all these things, I tried it all. People must have seen me coming. So anyway, so we set up Barefoot Studio with all these things that I'd found that really helped me, even just things like healthy back bags, which were great for carrying stuff in. Um, anyway, so we were in Germany at this big outdoor fair doing some buying it was because we had like a sports shop with women's activewear clothing and and we were chatting to people and I was saying oh this is what we do explaining Barefoot Studios philosophy and someone said to me you should try Nordic walking I was like not heard of that so then we went on to another stand chatting away this is what we do and they said oh have you heard of Nordic walking I was like what is this Nordic walking and I don't know in one day there must have been 10 people said have you heard of Nordic walking because this show was in Germany Okay, so I was like, what? And this was in 2006. So I came back and I Googled Nordic walking and I found this one course in Richmond Park in London to become an instructor. So off I went, having never, I didn't, still didn't even really know what it was. So I just turned up on this course, trained to be an instructor, brought Nordic walking back to Wales. And very quickly, they, I trained then to be a teacher trainer, as I am now, a coach and started training Nordic walking instructors in in Wales and selling the product in Barefoot Studio and you know being a number one fan I'm a bit like this I've become a number one fan of something so I was like whoa I was suddenly the poster girl for Nordic walking 
And um, yeah, you notice the the benefits immediately for you personally. Yeah, I think for me, I don't know how much. It's definitely a big physiological thing, but also a big psychological thing. So one of the things, you know, if you get down to the kind of biology of what happens when you're Nordic walking, I think one of the things that happens, particularly if you've got lower back pain, is it encourages you to rotate. Yeah. So I had become really good at walking. If you looked at me, you'd say, oh, she walks quite well. But I'd managed to achieve this. I swung my arms, lovely, but I never twisted at the waist because partly I was still terrified to do it. Yes. Yeah, I thought, oh, if I move, I'm going to have this massive jolt and I'm going to be right back where I was. So and one of the things that Nordic walking does, oh, it, it helps on so many levels, but that encouragement of gentle rotation is so good for your spine. It's really good for your intervertebral discs. It helps to draw fluid in, which you want your intervertebral discs to be like big fat water beds, not mini rivetas that are all dehydrated. So, you know, we want that kind of bouncy, cushiony feel. And that rotation can really help with that. I mean, people can try this at home now if they've not done Nordic walking. If you just put your hands in front of you on a desk or a table, whatever you've got, and just push down hard, can you feel, you probably feel this, Mary, now that your tummy tightens, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so I feel all those muscles across the front of my tummy tightening. Yeah, exactly. So then if you imagine you were walking and you push, say down, push your right hand, push your left hand, push your right hand, push your left, as if you were Nordic walking, planting your pole and pushing through, it has this amazing activation. It automatically fires up all your deep postural muscles. Well, as a back pain person that's brilliant because that's where I'm weak or where I was weak so it was helping to build all that strength around my center which I needed it's also you can feel all that activating your back muscles everything so all of that physiological side amazing and then you've got the huge feel-good factor of being outside and also with people which is huge Absolutely. So what other um, benefits do your clients report when you are with them? I think we're all little mini magnets. We attract people who are like us or have the same needs as us. So I work a lot with people with back pain. And so they all tick, 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 all those things I've just said, making them feel better. I think, though, on lots of different levels, I think people, when you Nordic walk, often you can walk further, faster, and you know and and therefore you get fitter so I I think people who struggle to go up hills or they take lots of pauses to catch their breath just kind of motor on up with their poles I think people report often just general daily living tasks become easier the more you move the more it becomes easier to move therefore you move more therefore it becomes easier to move therefore you move more it's like an upward spiral so even daft things like hanging your washing on the line or which walking makes to the shop difference to your everyday Huge. life I had one client who came to me and she couldn't raise her arms above shoulder height at all and she was looking at having an operation and within no time at all she, we worked on the backswing and suddenly she was raising her arms above yeah. her head and doing high fives and things amazing and, and it's one of the reasons why I'm also such a huge fan of everybody even if they walk on their own of doing a warm-up 
with the poles first and doing a stretch afterwards because again all those warm-up exercises for your listeners that are familiar with them things like kayaking and raising the poles above your head and twisting and all that kind of stuff really helps with joint mobility again that oiling the joints remembering you know motion is lotion and you know stretching out muscles also when you move muscles and you move your joints you're bringing oxygen to areas that maybe have been a little bit starved of oxygen for a while and oxygen enriched blood in an area is hugely healing so you know that can really help if people have got neck and shoulder tension so many people have now global pandemic will shoot your shoulders up around your ears and give you shoulder tension so if you're moving those nordic walking it's gently relaxing releasing that getting blood flowing in the area just you know bringing oxygen to the area amazing i know that you are currently working on um delivering a back hero program for people with back pain and that you're just finalizing that at the moment i think our listeners would be really interested to learn more about that because it's completely innovative it's it's going to be live online and very interactive so I think it's got a very broad appeal could you tell us a little bit more about yeah absolutely this is one of the um, positives for me that's come out of um, coronavirus actually forced lockdown um, is the well for me it's been quite creative in, in some ways and and this whole project is something I've wanted to do for a long time and I've had time to do it because I haven't been able to teach. And um, it kind of brings together all my experiences of the last 20 years, really, of trying to sort myself out. And it's called Back Hero. It's named after the hero shrew. And the hero shrew, very cute thing, has uh, the strongest spine in the whole animal kingdom. So I you every day. I know, there you are. So the hero shrew is our little inspirational character for this. And um, to help people, and I want people to understand primarily that spines are incredibly strong. The human being's spine is strong. Maybe not as strong as the hero shrew, but it's strong. And if you've ever had a back, bad back, you can walk around feeling like you're made of glass. And, you know, we have all these horrible words like disc degeneration and, um, you know, um, or I've got a slipped disc. There's no such thing as a slipped disc that physically cannot happen your disc doesn't go and just shoot off somewhere you know so we have all this really dark language around the health of your spine and but the whole project is based around fully understanding the biology of pain and all the latest science around the biology of pain is fascinating and the research shows that if you can understand how pain is generated in your body what it means how pain can actually become amplified when you have long-term pain it's like your garage kept getting broken into. So you fitted like the state-of-the-art sensors. You fitted an amazing burglar alarm. You've got these floodlights, everything like that. And it's absolutely incredible. And you're like, your garage is like hyper-vigilant. But now, you know, a leaf falls on the windowsill of your garage and all these alarms go off at full volume. Your garage hasn't been broken into, but your alarm has still gone off. And people with long-term back pain get like that. Pain flares up. Pain is very real. I'm not saying it's not. I've been in agony, I know. But the pain is agonizing, even though you don't actually have tissue damage anymore. So just really understanding that whole process is amazing. So there's three lectures, and they are lectures, um, but fun in a fun way. A um, bit more TED talky, really. So um, that help people to fully understand how pain is generated, how it becomes amplified, and then importantly, what you can do about it. And that brings in movement as well. Yeah. 
Could you just tell us what the hero actually stands for? Oh, yeah. So um, the hero part is really, I'm a big fan of people helping themselves. So the H stands for um, help yourself. OK, so, you know, the more you can learn, um, take responsibility for the pain you're in and not just kind of be passive and go, oh, I need an operation. I need this. I need that. Say, right, what can I do about it? So it's a really big part about that. The E is for education. So get educated, learn as much as you can about what's going on in your back, how pain is generated, how it gets amplified, understand all the biology of pain. It's so powerful, so powerful. Um, the R is then to rewire your brain. So we're amazing bioplastic people. We can change our brain. So in the way, same way that you can lay down neural pathways that um, make pain a stronger signal in the body, you can get rid of those. It's the same way as you can learn anything. Incredible piece of research. It's fascinating. That it is. It's so it's, powerful. yeah. So, I mean, I've just been on a whole journey. So, and I've been studying, studying, studying. It's, it's, it's great. And then the O, when this is where Nordic walking is, is about two, twofold. It's get out, it's outdoors, out, look outward. And when you're in pain, it's so easy to look in. I remember I used to wake up in the morning and go, the first thing in my brain that happened would be, what's hurting this morning and I was looking for pain you know it's like how bad is it today and that can make you really inward always looking in looking in at pain and I want to try and get people to look outward and go and be more in the world pain is this whole combination of what's going on in your brain what's going on in your body but also what's going on in the world around you and the more outward you can become and more engaged in the world the better that is for you so and also the out means get outside get exercising get moving and nordic walking is a phenomenal tool for that really is so. well that that brings me very neatly on to uh, another question which is that we have all been stuck inside for yeah. months and months and months and i wonder if you could give us almost an elevator pitch as to why nordic walking is the perfect post-pandemic activity to engage in yeah great question so um i think a lot of people have, have rediscovered walking during a pandemic, haven't they? And they've been out. I mean, certainly where I live, yes, um, um, I just see people out all the time, new people I've not seen before. And some of these people are like, well, this is different. This is, and they've realized, oh, I am getting fit. And I think the thing for me about Nordic walking, it's everything that walking gives you and so much more. And so for those people now that are looking like, yeah, I've walked in uh, a pandemic now I want to really get fit and build on that Nordic walking is the perfect um, tool so I mean you probably know all these figures about how many muscles it works you know Nordic walking actually works out far more muscles in the body than running um, or swimming you're burning all these extra calories you're really getting a whole body workout I sometimes say Nordic walking it's like four-wheel drive for people you're using your arms as well as your legs really working nearly all of your body's muscles certainly most of your moving muscles so it's it's phenomenal for that but also it taps into that whole psychological bit as well about just connecting back up with people exercising outdoors is really safe um, even now it's the safest thing you can do and with a really well qualified instructor who's managing the group environment and who can teach you good technique. It's a great way to connect back with people. 
to be outside exercising, doing something fantastic for your body. And, and the other thing I would just say is I am a huge fan of any type of exercise that relates right back to what we do just as people pottering through life. And Nordic walking just so improves the way you stand, the way you walk, the way you move. And that just goes right back into life. And so you're going to be so much better at all those things in your everyday life. Anyway, I have this, my one other big passion in life is to grow old disgracefully. So uh, I, I don't believe, <laughs> uh, yeah, I absolutely do not believe. I'm 53 and a lot of my friends said to me, oh, when you get to 50, it's the beginning, of, you know, it's downhill. You know, you stop having a left knee and a right knee, you have a good knee and a bad knee, you know, and all these kind of things. And I don't believe that. I absolutely believe that I am still working on being the best version of myself that I can be. You know, why can't I be fitter at 80 than I was at 50? Might be different, but, yeah. you know, and, and I think Nordic walking is one of those kinds of exercise that you can do for your whole life. Yes. And keep fit and get fitter, not just stay fit. You can get fit, you can keep fit, and you can continue getting fitter with Nordic walking for as long as you want to. And I think that that's uh, anything that can do that is amazing. Wonderful. On that note, thank you very much for joining us today, Karen. You've been really inspirational sharing your back pain story with us and your journey uh, using Nordic walking and movement to overcome it. So I'd like to thank you very much for being with us today. It's been an absolute pleasure, Mary. Thanks for having me on. Well, thank you. I'm sure that you have found this episode of Walking On Air as inspiring as I have. If you would like to learn more about Karen's Back Hero programme, then please visit www.backhero.life or email hello at backhero.life. You can find the links in the show notes. My huge thanks today go to Karen Ingram. I really hope that you enjoyed Walking On Air and that it has inspired you to get outside. If you have any questions about Nordic walking or a story that you want to share, please get in touch by emailing hello at walkingonairpodcast.co.uk. Thank you so much for listening. And if you have enjoyed doing so, then I would be extremely grateful if you could spare 30 seconds to like and review this podcast on the platform that you listen on and hit the subscribe button. It will help spread the word about Nordic walking and about this podcast. Do join me next week. And finally, before I go, I would just like to thank this episode's sponsors, British Nordic Walking, NordicWalk.store and Walking Women. Their support enables our community to share knowledge and learn together.